This is the Game of Life. Welcome to the Game of Life. This is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Miami, your host of the Game of Life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. We're pleased to have a friend of the program, just a, an incredible guy, Shane Battier, Chairman, Take Charge Foundation, and Vice President of Basketball Development Analytics for your Miami Heat. Shane, welcome to the show, brother. Gail, it's great to be here. This, we, is, this is a very impressive studio. I'm very impressed. Well, we don't want to just, you know, I, I know you're no, no stranger to the microphone, Shane, so we had to dress it up for you, brother. This is, this is big time. This is big time. <laughs> and speaking of big time, we have with us from Miami, Jack, Miami Central, that's why it's live TV. Miami Central Senior High, an all-star, a, a senior, on her way to doing some big things we're going to talk about today. Rakaya, welcome to the show. It's nice to be here. It's a pleasure having you, young lady, on this beautiful Friday in South Florida. So as we talk about, uh, Shane, we're going to start with you. Just one of the things we, we do with this mentoring uh, podcast, because it's all about relationships. It's all about uh, really just building and helping others. But we always like getting to know the leaders and the champions in our community. You're certainly a champion for kids. We talk about that all the time. Uh, what's your personal journey, Shane, and, and who mentored you? Oh, wow. Well, I've been so blessed, Gail. And I, I thank uh, the stars above and, and, and my Lord every single night Amen. For, for the blessings that, that I've received in my life. Uh, but not for one second have I been uh, misunderstood that I'm only here because of the help of so many uh, in my life, you know, I start, starts with my parents. I, I grew up in a, in a two-parent household, and uh, I was uh, just showered with love. All right, mm. we uh, didn't have a lot, right, but we had enough. Mm. And I came from a, a family that valued education above all, so I always had books. I always had educational opportunities, and sports was just a bonus. And um, I played for the greatest coach in the history of sports. And I'm not talking Coach K. I'm not talking uh, Jeff Van Gundy Man. or Eric Spolstra. I'm talking Big Ed Battier. Wow. And uh, That's awesome. My dad was always uh, my Little League coach, my football coach. And what he taught me was, wasn't about how to hit a curveball, uh, how, how to catch a touchdown pass. What my dad taught me and, and taught all of us was how to be a, a great sport, how mm. to cheer your teammate, how to hustle, how to uh, present yourself sharp, tucking your shirt. You hustle onto the field, you hustle off the field. Love it. After the game, you shake hands, win or lose. Uh, you're gracious in defeat and victory. And uh, those are the same lessons that I took with me uh, to my last day in the NBA. Mm. And mm. I think I'm probably more well-known for, for that part, being a good sport, being a great teammate. That's right. Than for any victory or, or any, any basket I ever made in my, in my career. Um, and that's something I'm really, really proud of. And those basic values. We're talking Michigan. you from Michigan, yep, right? Yep. Good Detroit boy. There you go. I'm from Toledo, Ohio. Yep. So it was and those Midwestern values, speaking to people, saying good morning, shaking hands, looking yeah. someone in the eye. Uh, Coach Battier, uh, if you will. I mean, and I just I want to just let that simmer for just a minute for our listening audience on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and across the Big Brothers Big Sisters, Take Stock and Children, all that we're doing uh, here in this facility. You were taught the basic values of humanity before you stepped on the court, before you stepped on the field, and it goes back to that, that first coach, that first teacher. Yeah. That is phenomenal. I was lucky. I was blessed. And I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. And, oh, and uh, well, actually, as I got older, I, I, I was shocked. That, oh, you don't do that? You, you didn't do that? You, <laughs> you weren't taught that as a kindergartner? Wow. And uh, one thing my dad always taught me is, is look – 
the health of the team and the vitality of the team is above all. And uh, you can have a great game individually, but if you don't help your teammates perform at their highest level to have fun, to enjoy themselves, and to get better as a team, uh, then that's a very hollow individual performance. No doubt about it. And so, uh, look, I wanted to win. And for me, as I got older, and I learned this lesson as a young kid, I knew that when I played well, but more importantly helped my friends win, people wanted me on their team. People wanted me around. People loved me more. Absolutely. And so for me, like winning at kickball at recess, winning on the sandlot, winning at, at, at lunch playing basketball, it wasn't a matter of, of oh, that would be nice to win. It was, it was a matter literally of social survival. Mm, mm, mm. And, and so my mantra became, what can I do to help my team win? And I knew, I knew if my team win, then I get recognition. Absolutely. And but that wasn't about that. It was about the the success of the team, the vitality of the team, and my friends came first before everything. And when we think about success in South Florida, success specifically in in Miami, uh, within as we partner with Miami Dade County Public Schools, and shout out to Alberto Carvalho, our superintendent. It's about the kids and Shane, and obviously. Uh, I exist, and we come to work every day to help inc- incredible young people that have to overcome so many obstacles. Rakaya, as a senior, and even just as a student uh, here in Miami, Miami, uh, Florida, and Miami Dade County Public Schools, what's the biggest challenge you face, and how'd you overcome it? Well, Gil, uh, that's a great question. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, college has always been on my mind. It was always something I definitely wanted to do. But it is very expensive, and I knew that. I knew that in order for me to go to college, I would have to get by on scholarships or any type of aid that I could get. And one program that Miami-Dade actually has in place is when you're a dual enrollment student, they'll pay for all of your classes. So one thing I wanted to do for my senior year was to do full-time dual enrollment at Florida International University. And that is actually a program I'm currently involved in. But... It was hard getting there because it wasn't something that had been done at my school before. So one way I took charge of that situation in order to start pursuing a higher education with, uh, with the aid of the district mm-hmm. is to um, facilitate that process between my school and just talking with district workers and to pioneer that for myself and for a few other students that are also seniors and now I'm, I'm thriving in the program, and I go back to Central sometimes, and I talk to the younger students about it so they can take advantage of that same opportunity because it's not something that's really been advertised at, you know, at my school or right. just schools in the area. Okay. You know? uh, I've noticed that a lot of the other students there are from schools in just maybe places like Kendall, Doral, right. schools that are more well-off financially, right. and the students are of higher socioeconomic backgrounds. So I don't, I don't know if that's intentional or not, but I have realized that just coming from lower-income places, as far as education, we, just, we don't always get afforded the same opportunities as students from those backgrounds. And part of it is just not knowing that the opportunities are out there. So I definitely think it's important for me to not only find those opportunities and take advantage of them for myself, but to also help others take advantage of those opportunities so they can be the best they can be. You are so impressive, Rakaya. And what you just said, I'm going to to hit that nail one more time. 
It's not about the color of your skin. It's not about the amount of money coming into the household. You may, you, you may have some socioeconomic challenges, but you took charge. You saw an opportunity that was made available for every single student in Miami-Dade County Public Schools, regardless of neighborhood. You got involved. You're reaping the benefits. And not only did you stop there, you didn't stop there. You, you're educating the younger students at Miami Central. What's the Miami Central? Is it the Rockets? Yes. So I went to the University of Toledo, Toledo Rockets. So, but Miami Central, so go Rockets, right? Go shout Rockets. Out, go shout Rockets. out to Miami go Central. Rockets. So, and so, this, Shane, look, look at this. I mean, that is so impressive because sometimes, and there's this, I remember when I was in college, um, I remember a class where they talk about that Pygmalion effect. If, you're, if you set the, the goal here, the bar here, that's, as high, that's, as, that's only as high as you're going, but you got you to gotta raise the bar. And we set those expectations higher for all of our kids, regardless, male, female, wherever they come from, to just do the best they can do. So, Rakaia, I commend you. And this is going, this is going worldwide, this podcast. I don't know if I told you that before you, we came on the air. You did not. I did not. <laughs> well, it's too late now. It's just, it's just fast. You strapped. It's like a ride at Disney, uh, well, Shane. Well, Gail, we strapped in. Rakaia is a, uh, a charter member of our guide program. Let's talk about that, that guide program. That we brother. started it at Miami Central uh, yes. to, to help uh, some budding superstars like Rakaya and some of her classmates. And uh, we're proud to, uh, in a few months, uh, award 20 Florida prepaid scholarships Beautiful. Uh, to some really, really, really special uh, students at Miami Central. And so um, we, we are just, we're so proud of Rakaya and a bunch of her classmates and they are uh, exactly the type of students that we try to find the Battier Take Charge Foundation. Kids who wanted, who want to make good. And not only for themselves, not only for their families, but their but their fellow classmates, for their city, yes. their communities. And you know, Rakaya, you are an amazing <clears throat> example uh, for so many people you probably don't even know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes. you are a trailblazer, and uh, you, sh- you should be applauded, and you should, f- should feel you should feel proud at what you've accomplished. And I told her before this, 18 years old, uh, she is just getting started. So, Gail, you and I are going to sit here today uh, in, t- in 2019 and say, we, you know what? We knew Rakawa way back way back when. She's she's that special. Don't forget about us. That's why this is being recorded. <laughs> if you do forget about us, we'll send you a link to this podcast. I said, Rakawa, remember the bro. <laughs> guide giving under underserved individuals direction and education. Shane, you're a champion of mentoring. With the motivation behind, I mean, obviously, you talked about your roots in Michigan. Uh, your first coach, your dad, who taught you those basic skills. But uh, what was the motivation behind starting Guide? And certainly, I want to just give a shout out to all the incredible staff of Take Stock in Children. They became a part yes. of our family. Yes, you know, you've heard. You know, obviously, now I don't know if you've heard about. You know, there was like this big three in Miami. You heard about that, yep. uh, Shane? Oh yeah. Where you bring powerhouse individuals together for the collective good and the synergy. So that's what we've done. Take Stock in Children is in the family. Shout out to Monica. You know Monica? Yes. Hey, look I at that. I knew you. Monica. I knew you would, I would get that response. She's gonna listen to this podcast as well. well to Marion. There you go. Say yeah, shout out to Monica. <laughs> Best. Monica's the best. So as we, as we think about, you know, again, uh, in the context of nonprofit mentorship and helping kids with post-secondary assistance, what was the motivation behind that, Shane? Starting it, it, guy. It was it was selfish because <laughs> I'm still that I'm still that guide kid. I'm I'm that kid. There you go. Who needed a shot. And uh, I, I'll never forget that. And I was a kid who was hungry. Who wanted to to make good? Wanted to make his parents proud? Wanted to do big things in life? Um, I just needed needed a chance and needed needed help. 
and I got that uh, through through different scholarships, and obviously it helped that I was six, seven, and in, in eighth grade, and, in eighth grade, and, 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 and a pretty good basketball player. I want to see that picture, that that eighth grade uh, yeah. class photo. I was that kid. Like, is that the teacher? I was I was that kid who had to carry around a birth certificate everywhere because no one believed I was I was thirteen years old. Uh, but but look, you know, I was blessed to have basketball. Uh, but I also had a brain, and I, I was going to make it one way or, or the or the other. And, and so I, I've always appreciated opportunities. And so I said to myself when I was young, look, if, if I make it to the big time, if I make my dreams come true, it's it's my responsibility and it's my calling to help other kids just like me who want to do great things, who want to go to college, who want to change their communities and give them a platform and an opportunity. And so, uh, you know, like I said, I've, I've, I've been so blessed in my career and I'm so blessed now to have a platform with the Battier Take Charge Foundation um, and blessed to have Newell Fleming and, and Heidi Absolutely. Battier and Heather Costa and uh, great staff that are dedicated to helping kids uh, in our own backyard make good and, and change the generational dynamic, change our city's dynamic. And it's it's up to all of us. It's up to all of us to do what we can uh, to help great kids like Rakaya uh, make their dreams come true. We believe through education. That's beautiful. You shouted out some pretty powerful names. Give them another shout out again because you mentioned Heidi Newell. Go ahead and give oh, them another my, shout my out. Take Charge team. Go ahead. We're small, but we are mighty. Very my mighty. lovely wife, Heidi Battier, our, our lovely and talented executive director, Newell Fleming, and our and my brand. mentor. Yep, Makaya's mentor. We're going to talk about that. And uh, Heather Costa, our new director of development. That's so wonderful. We, uh, we're working hard to, to make a change right here in Miami-Dade. Incredible ladies doing incredible things for the Take Charge found, uh, Foundation as well. Talking about, speaking of mentoring, you just, and I love how you just, I saw your hand, like just touching your heart in terms of <laughs> your mentor. Tell us about your relationship with your, your, your mentor and your experience and what you've learned. Oh, wow. Well... <clears throat> Well, when I first became a part of the program, uh, I actually had another mentor okay. who is, she's also a lawyer, like many of the mentors in the program, okay. great guidance, but uh, she's busy a lot, you know, with her right. career, and I understand that. Sure. So, I ended up actually being taken under Newell's wing, and now she is like my adoptive mentor. That's a great wing to be under, by the <laughs> oh, way. Definitely. She's a sweet woman. Yes, she she is amazing. She she motivates me even when I just I when I'm tired or if I feel like I'm not good enough for a certain opportunity or a certain school. We talk about college, we talk about life. And being a mentor is so powerful. Before I became a part of this organization, I I never really thought of it in personal terms. I just only thought of it as you know, it was something to put on your resume. I never thought that a mentor-mentee relationship could really be as deep as ours is. She's like a second mother to me. Mm. I mean, I told her I got into my first college, I got my first college acceptance before I even told my own mom. And <laughs> it's just, <laughs> Noel's a great woman. I just like, I love her. A mentor is a trusted friend and counsel. And as we think about that, and Rakaya, thank you for just sharing that. It's real. I mean, you have somebody that is that comes into your life that was a total stranger prior to, spends that quality time. You share that uh, that emotional intelligence and those soft skills. In other words, just being a friend. And yes. in the age, and I will say this to you, young lady, in an age where most of the kids have their head down, 
like this. <laughs> we need the, the art of conversation <laughs> and just talking to somebody. And so it's so refreshing. When I have uh, young ladies and young men come in here that are being mentored, yeah, I could. Just, it's like music, Shane, to me. I can just sit back and just hear you all because I know it's it's heartfelt. Sometimes I got to bring the Kleenex out because it's that it's mm-hmm. that real. And so thank you for not only being an active participant in the mentoring relationship, but you're going to make us all proud because you're, you're making us proud now. But it's the best is yet to come. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. Mentor, trusted friend in council. Shane, you've played uh, a little bit of basketball in your day. A little bit. Uh, and at the highest level, I mean, it, I mean, obviously playing for Coach K, playing at, you know, winning multiple championships at, at both levels, if you will. What's the best advice? And you can go coach and advice. I'm sure you've gotten yeah. so much advice. Uh, and <laughs> I, I can write a few books on, on the advice. No doubt I got. about it. Yeah. So it's a prelude to the book you need to yeah. write one day, yeah. brother. Because again, all I'm thinking about all the dads who are coaching. I'll be over at LaSalle High School later on with my daughter's team. And you know, I've coach, been coaching all my kids. And, and so I just appreciate hearing about a dad who did it the right way. Because there's a lot of dads that aren't quite doing it the yeah. right way yeah. right now as well. But, but on the positive side, uh, you've played at every level. Mm-hmm. You've been at the you know the pinnacle of sport. What's the best advice you've been given from various coaches throughout your life? Yeah, I, I get that get that question asked a lot of me. And uh, the best single piece of advice I received was from Coach K. And it's something he talked about li- literally every day. Every day. And he said the most important thing you can learn in basketball and in the game of life is the power of the next play. Hmm. Okay, because in yeah. life and in basketball. There are so many people who waste their time looking back at the mistakes they've made and lamenting about them. And that paralyzes them from going forward. All right, you think about it in terms of basketball. If I have a terrible play, I come down, I have a bad turnover, I throw it into the stands, you know, I got the cheerleaders laughing at me, other teams laughing at me, you know, the fans laughing at me. What do I do? Do 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 I sink my head and say, oh, I'm no good? I should quit basketball. No. You get your, ta- your tail back on the other end, and you go on to the next place. I'm not going to make that mistake again. Well, on the, same, on the opposite end of the token, there are too many people that sit there and celebrate their own successes. Oh, my. All right? So we all know that, that player oh. in basketball. You hit that great shot. You cross over a guy, and they're doing all the handshakes and pointing to the, the camera and pointing to the crowd oh. and, and just say, look at me, look at me, look at me. No, no, no. You get back on defense, and can you do it again? There you go. Can you do it again? Can you do it again? Can you do it again? And so what is the most important task? It's the task that's right in front of you. And if you're able to attack that next moment, that next task, with a dedication, with a discipline, with a passion, with an energy, with a focus, regardless if you just came from defeat or success, and attack that moment with everything you have, and that is your habit, you will be successful. And every successful person in the history of mankind has had, has shared that trait from humankind, excuse me, <laughs> has shared the ability to attack what's in front of them with that passion, that, that focus, that hunger, regardless of past success or past failure. And so in basketball, it's a habit you hone. But it's so true for the game of life as well. No doubt. What, oh, look at that. I love what when you, you work. What oh, you wait next? a minute now. In the game of life so, where everybody makes a team, yeah. but how you play is up to you. And what you're saying, Shane, is the way you play, the mentality is 
next play, next play, next play. It's not that's not just applicable to the court. Exactly, it's applicable to life. This is a this is it's an awesome podcast today, that's isn't it? This, this is one of the best podcasts you ever had. No like, yeah, doubt. Can you do it again next time? Can you can you deliver the and greatest the podcast? Time. And the next brother, you hyping me up, and man. I want to get up. And Come the next on, time, and, <laughs> and the people who can do that, yes, in any life, those the people that move mountains, and those the people uh, you talk about creating legacy. Yes, they create legacy, and uh, it's a, it's a simple but difficult skill, but it's a habit you can develop. No doubt about Shane. That is such excellent advice. And Rakaya, as we think about, there's a lot of kids. I'm going to just share a little bit. Shane grew up in Michigan. There's, a, there's another state not far from Michigan, Ohio, the great state of Ohio. Shane's been there, I'm sure, a few times. <laughs> uh, and uh, parents divorced when I was two. Single mom raised two boys on her own. And growing up in the hood, inner city, a lot of challenges. Didn't have my dad there like Shane did. Met my dad when I was 18 years old in an airport. My choice, not his. Point I'm making to you is this. I could use a lot of excuses but having people in my life and mentors who were, they didn't quite say next play, but it's like, what are you going to do next? Okay, so you don't have, your dad's not here. What are you going to do? And as you think about challenges and you talk about how you've overcome and how you've just, you're, you're making things happen in your life. If you're given the opportunity to tell your story, Shane told his story. I just shared a little bit of my story. And again, whether it be now or on the big stage, if you had to share your story and you have a group of your peers, not only fellow Rockets from Miami, senior, uh, Miami Central Senior High School, but other students in Miami-Dade County, what would your message to them be? Well, my message would be to don't think small and mm. don't just think inside of your community because the communities that I've been raised up in, they've been... They can be supportive or they can bring you down depending mm -hmm. on who you talk to. And it's either it's always either one of two people that you encounter, especially like of older people. It's either someone telling you that where you are is fine, why are you trying to leave? Or there's people that say, Don't make the same mistakes I did. I stayed, I didn't put my hardest into it, but I want you to be better. I would advise people to take that advice. I have been trying to take that advice. And I think I'm pretty well on my way. I'm trying to aim, I'm trying to aim outside of my community and think bigger to where I'm not stuck in the same place my, my parents were stuck in. Mm -hmm. And I'd advise other people to do that too. I know a lot of people that my age, maybe even a little younger than me, that have already given up on life mm. and they're content with being living in poverty or selling, you know, I selling, you. yeah, selling drugs or mm -hmm. working in the hair store for a living. And it really breaks my heart because we're young and the, like the world is ours. I love that. There, there are opportunities out there and some people just don't want to take them and they don't want to listen to those trying to encourage them to take them. So I'd advise anyone listening to Take advantage of those opportunities. I believe we can we can be bigger than our surroundings. The world is listening, well Rakaya. Well the said. world is listening. And so let's talk about the next steps of Rakaya. You've had some great news uh, recently, but you're striving for bigger and better things. So 
Tell us about that next move. So you are how old? 17, 18? 18. Oh, excuse me. You never call an 18-year-old 17. It's like, <laughs> how dare you? I'm so sorry, Shane. Uh, 18 years old. What's the next play? What's the next play or next few plays for Rakaya for the world to know? Well, I am definitely majoring in international relations. I want to become a diplomat. And right now, I, I've gotten my first acceptance letter back, as I said, to Florida State University. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, I'm also aiming to try and get into Columbia University. But regardless of whether or not I get in, I still definitely will be going to college. I will be majoring in a political science major, international relations, and I, I want to be a diplomat. I want to affect affect environmental policy on a global scale. I think it's really important, not only just for us living there, but for future generations to take care of this planet and to try to reverse some of the harm we've already done, or at least slow it down. And I do like participating in grassroots efforts, but I also believe that it's important to, important to be able to put in your putting your opinions in to affect this change on like a bigger scale. And that's what I want to do. Thinking big on the game of life, Rakaya, an all-star senior, Miami Central Senior High School. So proud of you, Rakaya. Shane, before we go home, uh, just there's so many people out there that are thinking about mentoring, saying, yeah, I want to change a life, but I can't do anything. Uh, again, you've talked about the next play. You've talked about your mentor, your mentors, if you will, uh, beginning at home. And I just have to say to you, uh, just thank you, brother, what you're doing through the Take Charge, the Battier Take Charge Foundation, what you've done through your guide program, the partnership we have. May the championships never end because the more we invest in these kids, mentorship, scholarship, it goes on to citizenship. So I cannot thank you enough, brother, for what you're doing. But you get the last word, Shane. Someone sitting out there, sitting on the quote-unquote the bench of life, uh, not saying, well, you know what, coach is not putting me in, but not taking the initiative. What's what's your message to him, Coach Battier? We started about coach. We started with Coach Ed Battier. Now, Coach Shane Battier is going to take us home. Well, this is a, a lesson that I tell all parents uh, about sports. All right, you, you have a lot of, of young athletes out there who who, who go home and complain. Uh, the coach isn't putting me in. No one's passing me the ball. You don't. Your only response. You have one responsibility as a member of any team, our sports team or the team of life, and it's not to complain about playing time or or opportunity or or shots. Your only responsibility is to make it so apparent that you need to be in the game, that you need the ball in your hands, that you need to be involved, that it's obvious to everybody, and you do that by showing up. You're present every single day. You work. You don't make excuses. You raise your teammates up. You, you approach every day with a genuine enthusiasm and an excitement. You share the success of teammates. You're the most prepared. You're the most resilient. All these things you control. No one else controls. No one controls how resilient you are or your attitude. You control these things. And if you can be elite in all the things that you can control, it's impossible to keep you on the sideline. Mm, it's mm, impossible. Mm. Because the coach is going to look real funny, real quick. And all coaches want to look good, right? That's right. But you have to make it obvious to the coach through your attitude, 
through the things you control that you deserve to be on the floor, that they need you on that floor. In the game of life, where everybody makes a team, but how you play is up to you. Rakaya, you're playing it well. Shane, keep doing what you're doing. A shout out once again to the entire team at the Battier Take Charge Foundation. Special shout out and much love to the entire Take Stock and Children family, the Big Brothers Big Sisters family, those mentors that are making it happen through the guide program. Mentoring is about family. Let's go home. Shane, thanks for being here today, Brother Rakaya. It's been an absolute pleasure having an all-star in the studio. You going to come back? Of course. Columbia, if you're listening, you would be making a big mistake. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to quote a movie. One of my favorite movies, Pretty Woman. Julie Roberts was on Rodeo Drive, and there was like a scene where she came back after people kind of looked down on her, and she came and was like, big mistake, huge. So Columbia would be making a big mistake. This is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if they don't accept Rakaya, you heard it here first on The Game of Life. Let's go home. Ain't no mountain high enough, baby. Hey, this is Gail Nelson, president and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. (laughs) 